Blog Talk Radio. Abuse, 
And what we were talking about as subject matter was the ideology of white supremacy and society and what does it have to do with us as a people beating up on each other, whether male or female. But at this point, we're talking about husband abuse. Why are our women beating up on our men, all right? And what part does white supremacy have or society and society have to do with that? So tonight, we're talking about it from do men have the same justice as we as women do are they do we do we do we believe in equality let's talk about it from that point of view so again if you want to just listen in or you have something to say on this you can call in at 563-999-3023 that number again is 563-999-3023 all right now before I get started in do we believe in equality, and this is what we're talking about tonight, dealing with men being abused physically, emotionally, and mentally, and sometimes it's even spiritual, what happens to our men. And when we talk about white supremacy, we're talking about, we're talking about a system that has been laid down for us uh, underneath. Uh, racism, whatever you want to call it, for non-white uh, uh, specific color of people, uh, people of non-white uh, race, okay? We're talking about us as people of color. May I break it down to there? And to explain to some that may not know what white supremacy is and how the society plays into the mindsets of what we have underneath this, I would call it a slave ship. The whole world is underneath the slave ship. That's even those that created it because they are enslaved one way, that money is the object of making this particular system work, and we are the product that helps the system work, right? Okay, you may not believe what I'm saying, but that's my thought on it. But getting to what is white supremacy? How is it defined? And according to Wikipedia, now that I'm out of college, I can use it because it is it is uh, reliable because we have some of most of our fine, refined scholars that says, what white supremacy or white supremacism is, which is a racist ideology based upon the belief that white people are superior in many ways to people of other races, and that therefore white people should be dominant over other races. And then the term also typically is used to describe a political ideology that perpetuates and maintains the social, political, historical, or institutional domination by white people as evidenced by historical and contemporary social political structures such as the Atlantic slave trade, Jim Crow laws in the United States and apartheid in South Africa. Y'all know where I'm coming from with this. And there's different forms of white supremacism put forth different conceptions of who is considered white and different forms of white 
supremacists identify various racial and cultural groups as their primary enemy. And then when we look at it further, let's go up underneath the academic usage, particularly in the usage which draws on the critical race theory. The term white supremacy can also refer to a political or socioeconomic system where white people enjoy a structural advantage, what we would call plain English privilege, over other ethnic groups, both at a collective and in an individual level, okay? So getting to what I want to say on this subject, I want to talk about this subject, about husband abuse, and do we believe in equality? What are some of the symptoms that cause women to abuse their men? What does society and white supremacy have to do with it? Who is really at fault? Some abusive women not only victimize their spouses by abusing them verbally, emotionally, financially, or physically, and sometimes, as I said before, spiritually, but they also attempt to manipulate the criminal system in their favor and against their partners. This unconscionable attempt of some abusive women not only re-victimizes their already abused husbands by denying them equal rights and fair protection under the law, but it simultaneously devalues and undermines the admirable progress women groups have achieved over the years in trying to protect the rights of legitimately abused wives and their children in the criminal courts. And lastly, what I want to also say about this is if you would like to know more about white supremacy and how it affects the minds of persons of color and their relationships, go to www.producejustice.com or copy the link off of the description here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company's page. And, you know, and listen to how to have a successful relationship. Neely Fuller Jr., you can, uh, you can, you can type his name, Neely Fuller Jr., into the search engine and pay attention to some of his some of his lectures and some of his uh, radio uh, conversations on YouTube. He is there. If you have anything that you want to say on this subject, you know you can. You can call in at 563-999-3023. That number again is 563-999-3023. And if you know anybody that have been victimized on spousal abuse, especially if you are a man and have been abused, come on to the show and share some insight on how to help other men to break free, restoring confidence and self-esteem, to be a human and, and a man once again. But until then, I will put out the information. I got a couple of things that is a couple of audio clips that I want you to listen to this evening. I won't be doing too much talking, but I will be giving you some, some, some audio clips that talk on the subject of 
husband abuse, on just people relationship altogether under white supremacy. And how does society, what society has to do with this and what type, how we are playing into the hands of racism amongst ourselves because this is the structure that we live up underneath. I don't know if it'll ever get better, but the point is is that if we would learn how to problem solve, we can get better. We can get better with one another and how to treat each other and how to conduct ourselves so that we don't further make the rich richer by being a product of society where you become the dollar bill than the dollar bill, you spending it on things that are most important to you, if you know what I'm talking about there. So I'll be back. I'm going to share this information with you now as we speak. And so just just take a listen in on some of the stuff that I want to share with you. And uh, I'll be back and we'll talk further on it if you have something to say. So this information that I'm giving you is on Neely Fuller's uh, uh, concepts about the, it's underneath the United Independent Compensatory Code System context on codes of language and conduct for victims of racism under the nine people activities. And what we're talking about, uh, talking about tonight, which I'm trying to give some education, you know, hands-on that is, and it talks about the law a little bit, and got a little bit of politics, got sex in it, everything that makes up why us women do what we do, but I do believe in equality. So um, there, there should be some protections held for the women that abuse the men as well. And I'll get back to all of that in a moment, but let me give you the first hit of domestic violence. What we should be looking at it is as it is, really. So here you go. I noticed an article in the Washington Post paper this morning about a killing that happened as a result of domestic violence, quote, unquote. And every now and then uh, I address that to remind people of something that I have uh, codified, I believe, uh, that I think should be done, should be understood. And that is, first of all, there is no such thing as domestic violence. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you can drop that domestic. Just call it violence. Period. That's what it is. Mistreating someone. Violence is mistreating someone. Uh, counterbalance is tra- stopping someone from mistreating people. Uh, nonviolence means the complete absence of violence. Well, you certainly don't have that anywhere in the world. Situation or a counterbalance situation, a combination of both going on all the time because we're in a violent world. The system of white supremacy itself is a violent system. So, therefore, violence is always uh, on the bill of fare for each and every minute of each and every day. People are being violated. Violated. So, that's what that is. Well, that was the first 
part of what I wanted to talk about, about domestic violence, uh, because hitting on men and hitting on women is a violence. It is not just domestic, but it shouldn't be really called domestic. It should be just called violence, because that's what we're doing to one another. We keep hurting one another some way, shape, or form. And as I was saying earlier before I put that particular audio clip on, is that I wanted to share that because underneath the system that we live in, everything is drawn upon as as a moneymaker. And certainly, even though domestic is put in front of violence, the point is, is that it makes money. It's negative. And what the women do to our men and what our men do to our women is ultimately when it goes through the court system, you are then costing the system money. You become the product that then that they go to compensate for, if you might want to call it. And again, it is a product to be sold. It's negative. And it is it's money that's involved, and everybody, uh, you know, benefits from it. You've got organizations that's out there that's supposed to be stammering out violence between male and female under domestic violence. Now, if it was really doing the job that it's supposed to do, we probably and shouldn't be able to see that again. But I don't know why it is the way it is, the why we cannot seem to just cut it out altogether, and probably because it makes money. That's my view on it. And also, it also makes money if one goes to jail. Say, like, for instance, you know, when women get beat up by their men, what's the first thing they do? They go to court. The man end up getting a charge on him. Sometimes it may be even a felony. And once that happens, they go to jail. Now, and then up underneath that, there is a part of, there is underneath the Amendment 13 in the Constitution that talks about slavery and involuntary servitude, uh, involuntary, excuse me, servitude. And it says in Article 13 in your Constitution, it says, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for a crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Now, there you go. Now, I had said before about what was white supremacy and what and where it was based from and I was telling you that the domination by, we're going to say elite, the elitist, okay, as evidenced by historical, contemporary, social, political structures such as the Atlantic slave trade, Jim Crow laws, the United States, all of what I just got finished saying. Now, again, this system is set up to make money. This is what makes this system keep running. Now, I'm not saying that the system you know, is so bad off. It needs to be uh, it needs to be reformed some more, of course. Anything can be better, but it won't get no better until our minds get better. And when I say this to women, because 
women, we have been we have been made to think that our men, children, don't need to be nurtured the way our female children are. When they're both babies and they're both growing until they get to the age of 12, let's say that, we have a job to do to make both, both sexes, male and female children, feel protected, feel as though that we should, uh, we should be able to speak up when we're being hurt, but it's been too many times often that we have separated the male child from the female child and to give the male child all these privileges, oh, you can get, get all the women you want, oh, you know, sow your royal oats and all, and we give them so much over here of the wrong stuff so later on when they start doing the things that you see them do in their life, which is messing around on you or 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 what or making children elsewhere, whatever. We don't ever think about everything starts at home. And but then we raise our female children to feel like we're privileged to be taken care of and all these things and 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 we should be protected by the man, but yet oh, we can be abusive too because we don't have no real restraints on what we do. Uh, we do, but sometimes we don't. You know, our males get on our nerves and we say stuff, come out of our mouth that's really abusive, you know, because we sick and tired of the shit. That's what it be, but it is what it is, and then it ain't what it ain't supposed to be. We're not supposed to be putting our hands on one another at all, and we should never treat teach our boy children to believe that they so hardcore and they cannot feel and they can't tell when they're hurt, and we don't have hardly no laws for our male uh, figures in life because they think that society and all what has made this structure of thinking gave the thought that we supposed the men is supposed to be strong and they're supposed to be able to handle whatever that the woman put their way. Well, underneath white supremacy, it's a little bit different, okay? See, because our non-white males are not as privileged as one might think. Now, I'm not saying that we don't get things that we want in this life, but if we do, believe me, you're going to have to pay a price to get all of whatever you get. But for the most part, our women are not supposed to be hitting on our men, and our men ain't supposed to be hitting on our women. We're supposed to keep our hands to ourselves. That's conducting the right respect for each other. And if you don't like each other and it starts to get bad, you should get out of it. That's what I would say. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to give another audio that Nilly Fuller talks about concerning white supremacy and what it does to our minds and as I said before, you can make your judgments any way that you want. Uh, you are free to do that because on my platform, all your opinions count. 
including mine. So I'm not here to judge, but I am saying there are certain things that we do to one another that cause money to be generated. We already are, we, we think we free, we free, yes, but we're not free to hurt each other and do wrong to each other uh, because it has a price that's on that, all right? And everybody, you know, gets done and mistreated when that happens. So if you want to have something to say, call in at the call-in number of 563-999-3023. That number is 563-999-3023. And let's go to audio number two. Okay, because if we don't get this now, we're going to always be mistreating someone. We say, if you know more, you will be and do more. So listen to this one. This is by Nilly Fullers. You can find him on YouTube, just like I did. Let's go to ProduceJustice.com. Like in production, ProduceJustice.com. And what should come up on your screen is a brief description of the textbook workbook for thinking, speaking, and acting for the individual victim of white supremacy. That's that's the uh, basic uh, subtitle of the book, uh, but I'm making it more explicit to tell you what the book is about. It's a textbook workbook that's addressed to individual persons for thinking, speaking, and acting to counteract the system of white supremacy and hopefully to replace that entire system with a system of justice. There's no point in getting rid of the system of white supremacy if you don't have a reason for getting rid of it, other than it's an evil system. We need a better system for running the planet. And that system, theoretically, would be a system of justice, which means guaranteeing that no person is mistreated. That's white, non-white, no person, period. Nobody's being mistreated. You can't have justice if somebody's being mistreated. So you want to guarantee that no person is mistreated and guarantee that the person that needs help the most gets the most constructive help. You have to have those two factors in order to produce a product called justice. Otherwise, we'll just settle for what we do have, and what we do have is a system of injustice, non-justice, principally in the form of the system of white supremacy, and all of the other so-called systems are just a part of that. Uh, all systems, different types of systems of mistreatment. And most of the things that people, plans that people make, have that ingredient in it. You're going to mistreat someone. All right, and I'm back. And as you heard from Neely Fuller's audio that I just played, is that Basically, we need to stop mistreating one another because the system is designed for us to continue to be negative towards one another. We don't watch what we say to one another. We don't watch how we we behave towards one another. And let's talk about it even from a carnal point of view. Now, you know, we talk about a God and, you know, there's supposed to be a conduct and a way and a code, how 
you know, the 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 the, the uh, creator of the universe uh, that we keep learning about in our churches, uh, how we're supposed to treat one another, and we're supposed to be up underneath that code and conduct for spiritual purposes. But I also look at it also look at it from people that may not believe in all of that and just believe in self. And if you believe in self, there's supposed to be some kind of code of conduct and how to treat one another. And I believe that behind the way that we are raised and what we have learned in this society and through our peers and through our parents and foreparents, we have learned a few things that that should not that should not include mistreating one another. It's bad enough that we are we are are a suppressed people, and we all are trying to get out of the suppression and the oppression and all the what uh, what you, we all fight about, saying that our lives matter about. And one of these is hitting each other. And our our men, they are not responsible for why they are in the predicament that they in, and neither is you as the female. It's really the way that we were raised underneath, you know, slavery and understanding that when you lash out to hurt someone it creates it creates an evil a bad feeling and you know it just kills kills whatever whatever feelings that you have for one another because you're just totally violated and basically it is just said stop mistreating one another that's what i'm trying to get to you so i'm going to give you a, a third audio and let's see what you think about this. Uh, if these three videos do not somehow pique a thought-provoking uh, mindset to want to problem-solve how not to hurt each other and become a statistic in this society and in this system we live in, and also how not to overgenerate uh, riches from our negativity that we do to one another because, as I said before, we are a product. We, we buy products, and then we are a product. And, and even though we know we need this money to help with our basic needs, but do we need to make the rich richer off of our behavior and how we treat one another? Because if we don't do something about it, it will never stop because it's not based up off of your smarts to know what you are doing is generating money. Hurting your husbands, hurting your wives only makes things worse for the both. You're already in a situation where we damn near can't even take care of one another, but if we keep at the rate that we're going, we ain't gonna have we ain't gonna have nothing, nothing. And if you listening to what I got to say about it, my opinion is, and that's the way it's gonna be. Because if we come together, and act like we got something, then we'll be dreaming about doing more of something 
more positive and doing more things, and that is not what our system is based up off of, or we would have been done done it by now. And I'm still hoping that we'll get there. So here is another uh, audio that I want to, you know, share with you. I hope that you get something out of it. As I said, if you want to listen in, this is Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio, and it's all about educating, helping victims become victorious, empower somebody, give something that will give a hope, something to problem solve about it, and just know that I'm just somebody in the wilderness saying we've got to come together and Stop pulling each other apart with nonsense because we can't get nowhere with that. And wives, you need to find another way to uh, to to address your husbands. If you can't address them in talking, then get out of it. The best thing that you can do, husbands, and if you don't like it, what your wives is doing, beating you up and all of that, you can either go you know, counsel together and get you some wise counsel or let it go. But to stay in that thing, it's a toxic relationship. And we need to uh, to just be careful what we do to one another because it's, 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 it's a shame what we do in the name of love when love is supposed to be about justice. Love is supposed to be about equality and doing something positive, problem solving and coming together with our resources and building something, not tearing down, not tearing each other down. So here you go. Call in at the number 563-999-3023. That number again is 563-999-3023. I'll be back. Okay. Well, I'm going to say something that's controversial as usual, I guess. But according to the code, black males and black females do not have a relationship. And the relationships that we have in the system of white supremacy is just an arrangement. They're not real relationships. We can't have it. There's no way to achieve that in the system. So you compensate. Compensate by what? By first of all saying that this is, this is an arrangement. It's just a temporary arrangement, we hope, because we can only get the arrangement that we need when we are not under the system of white supremacy. There's no such thing as a black person being the head of a household. Like the black male will say, well, I'm, I'm the man in the house. First of all, you're not a man, according to the code, according to logic. We're not qualified to be men. Men can take care of what they have to take care of. Boys are dependent on men. I'm in a boy condition. So you just have boys and girls, that's black people. And we we try to go through the actions. We try to pretend that's what we are. But we fool, we're doing the worst thing we possibly can do when we go that route. And that's fool ourselves. So we do the best we can as equal partners and equal prisoners in the prison of war. Because that's who we are, according to the evidence. We've been captive. We are still in captivity. So how can I walk up to a black female and say, you are my woman? 
sham, this whatever it is, has just been announced that it is over because you don't have any business hitting her because you're mad about something. Ever. Argo. Walk around and fume. Walk outside the house, I mean, and go take a walk and whatnot. I mean, you know, until it all wears off. But don't dare raise your hand and then have it come down and connect on that lady who is not to blame for your condition. I don't care if she did stay out all night. Now you just, that just means that if you feel like hitting her, what does that mean? Because some people say, oh, ma'am, you don't know this woman I got, man. I mean, you know, you just talk about women in general. You need to hook up with this one I got. <laughs> right. No, that applies to her, too. Now, because if you get mad enough to hit her, what does that mean, logically speaking? That means you don't need her. You need somebody else. Because you're not supposed to be there with nobody that you've got to hit. That's what that means. You have been grossly mismatched. If you even feel like you got to hit them, you need to get somebody else right now. Because that's not supposed to happen. But if you want to stay there, you definitely don't hit them. I don't care what she does. I don't care how many times she gets in her face and say, I ain't going to do nothing. I ain't hitting the liquors. I ain't going on the job today. Now, you resolve that some other kind, some other way other than raising your hand to hit her. You're not qualified. A black male is, is not qualified to hit no black female ever was born. Uh, as an aggression thing, as a straightening her out. Unless it's in direct self-defense. But because she, spent, she threw away all the rent money? No. That just means, hey. You need to get out of there and get you, get you somebody else that you don't have to hit. Or who ain't going to spend the rent money. But don't you hit them. That's all I'm saying. That's the bottom line. Argo, fuss. Stay up all night. Make a lot of noise. But don't dare connect bodily harm. No bodily harm. No bodily harm. Ever. Because once you do it, she has no obligation to you from that point on. That should be the black code. I'm not talking about waiting on some, the white supremacists to walk in there and lecture you on how you should act. I'm talking about you should make that announcement yourself, to yourself, that if I ever hit her, I know that it's over, because that's the contract we have made. It's over. She's free to do anything from that point on. Be with as many people, many males as she want to be with, or anything. She come in here the very next 15 minutes with whole boyfriend and say he's going to spend the night. And I ain't supposed to open my mouth. Why? Because I hit her. I no longer have no authority. I gave it up when I hit her. That should be a part of the black code, and I'm serious about that. Now, we need to contemplate that, and that needs to be said in every college. Well, you heard it from Neely Fuller yourself underneath the United Independent Compensatory Code System and Concepts. You can find Neely on YouTube, just like I did, come with this information. Now, all I want to just say to you is this. 
This goes also for the men. Women, you taking you hit the man. Men, you have that same option to get up and leave. According to what you just heard, depending on how broad your mind is to be able to get the concept. The concept is bad conduct, free to do what you want to do, and free to go and come as you please. Long as you, if you married in the system, it's best for you to marry out of the system before you do, because again, that is how money is made, okay, off of considered, they're considered a domestic violence, okay, but it's just violence altogether. Stop it, come together, reason together, and help each other, because we're not, we're not alone and by ourselves in this, believe me. But we got to do something to make our situation better than what we have. You are listening to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. I have an upcoming uh, radio broadcast that's coming up soon. Look at the description and on the website on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Lardy, Miss Clardy, and get your information. Have a good night. 